Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody, to KSDAD Radio's Friday the 13th Slasher Horror Extravaganza. And now, let's go to our host. Take it away, guys. Two 
and then three starts, maybe not even two hours after the second one ends, before even the end of the second film with what's her name in the hospital. As a matter of fact, at the beginning of three, they're taking her to the hospital. <laughs> you see the yeah, I like I like the I like the continuity of like I guess it even goes on to part six. I like that aspect of, of these original movies. Yeah, this is the start of what the fans call the Tommy Jarvis trilogy. But before we yeah. begin, there's a DVD coming out today on Friday the 13th. And it's a shot-on-video movie. As a matter of fact, you can get it at... I have things written down here. How? Well... The person I'm promote, helping promote this, I have it. Uh, SOVHorror.com, as in shot on video, SOV. They're coming out with Zombarella's House of Horrors, spelled W H O R R O R S. Instead of doing, you know, your standard anthology film. They're doing it like an episode of Up All Night. They've oh, got, that's so cool. Yeah, they've got short stories. After that, they got fake commercials to go with it, uh, some shot-on-video shot trailers for films from, like, uh, the guy who did Truth or Dare, and just all classic SOV movies, and it's Zombarellas. House of W-H-O-R-R-O-R-S. And it hits today on Friday the 13th, and it was made with love and blood by a bunch of maniacs. So go today, and if you're looking for just a fun experience, go get it. And now we're started at four seconds at of the logo for Friday the 13th, Part 4. And are you ready? I am. Okay, we're going to start it in 4, 3, 2, 1, go. The director of this is Joseph Zito. Uh, 4, 5, and 6, to me, have the best directors of the Friday the 13th series. That will be Joseph Zito, the guy who did 5 and 6. But I love the way that 4 starts, because they figured with, you know, it being the last one, they were going to get some new customers. So they're summing it all up. Yep, there he is. Yeah, this is from part Milty. two. I didn't notice that now. So many memories of these movies. Yeah. This was this was like the the good days of the video stores when these were coming out. Oh God, these were these were some of the biggest renters of the eighties. No matter what, yeah, probably the thirteenth movie would there. And it's more just traditional this traditional like, Yeah, this is where um like this is what kept video stores in business those early days. 
And plus, this and TNT is where the tradition started of every Friday the 13th, one place or another, you would be able to see a Friday the 13th movie. Yeah. I guess they don't, I guess they kind of, some places still do that, but it doesn't seem as common anymore. The last place I've seen do a Friday the 13th uh, TV marathon was AMC. Yeah. Well, Central Cinema this Friday is part of the triple feature with Tiger, with uh, Freaks and Tigers Aren't Afraid. They're showing Friday the 13th Part 7 as a closer. Are you going to go to that? Uh, no, because I'm headed out of town to uh, Pittsburgh and I'm trying to save money. Ah, oh, gotcha. And there's part three. Here's Jason's many deaths in the movie. If you see that scene right there in proper 3D, it just looks so awesome. And that was, and if you, if this is your first Friday the 13th movie, you have just been beautifully set up. Yeah, there's some big-name actors in this one. Peter Barton, he became a TV star. Whoever the hell that guy is, he never tells anything. Crispin Glover, we had Corey his dad Feldman. on the show, man. He's just as nuts as Crispin is. <laughs> and, of course, Corey Feldman. you got to appreciate the Feldmaster. Yeah, 40 years when he was dressed up as uh, Michael Jackson dancing around. Um, you can't, you can't judge him for Harry. things happened to him as a kid. Yeah. Henry Manfredi. I'm Savini. Yeah, he came back. And this is Joseph Zito. He got the job for this because of his work. Prowler. If you haven't seen The Prowler, you need to. It's one of the best non-franchise slashers of the 80s. It's what on it streaming, again? and you can get the freaking Blu-ray for about nine bucks. What is this? The Prowler. Oh, Prowler. And this is one of the first ones without Steve Miner as a producer. And Paramount was pretty much, this is when they started to be publicly embarrassed of this series. So they wanted rid of it. So they said, okay, we're going to wrap it up with this one. But, uh, but you know, <laughs> studios love money more than being embarrassed. Yeah. I wouldn't be embarrassed when they realize they pay a lot of money. Yeah, when they realize these things make money, they're like, um, yeah, we'll take the embarrassment. It's cool. And right here is supposedly the girl from Part 3 being taken to the hospital. So this takes place maybe three or four hours.
don't know, maybe about five or six hours after the end of uh, part three, because it takes place early in the morning when they're found. It is. Yeah. In the original ending of part three, the girl gets her head cut off, but they left it with this where Jason just gets an axe to the head. That is one of the more effect. This is one of the better, more effective ones of the series. Yeah, this one gets a lot of hate though because you know it's not well, it's not really Jason at the end. But I like this one. Oh, that's part five that gets a lot of hate after this. This one... Oh, no, you're right. I'm sorry. I got my I got my Jason yeah, mixed up there. You're right. I wanted the few that actually like part five because of how mean. And this one, part four and five, are actually mean, mean fucking movies. <laughs> the kids and three bikers. <laughs> Belton, yeah. But yeah, I just love this. It's already setting up great. I mean, Joseph Zito is one of the more underrated directors from the Friday series because. You're a slasher fan, and have you seen The Prowler? Um, I think so. It's the one that takes place on the college, and the guy in the army fatigues and that big uh, army knife. Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah. And this is one of the ones that got hit the least by the MPAA. I don't know why, but they let this one basically get away with frickin' murder compared to the other ones. Four this or five were two of the bloodier ones. And you're yeah, right. they gotta go eat his heart now. Yeah. And this one actually does like in, bizarrely. Two, three, and four are actually insanely in continuity with each other. And this guy yeah. right here, the foreigner, do you remember what his big thing was in the 80s? Um, uh, I don't know. He was on Fridays, the stoner version of Saturday Night Live that they showed on ABC. Oh, my gosh, I barely even remember that. Imagine Saturday Night Live except 200% more involved in drugs. He played the LSD what? guy. Every week I mean, he it was... like some bad tuna salad or something, 
and he would freak out like he's on LSD every week. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I barely remember that. I think I saw something like an article about it a few years ago, and that yeah. jogged my memory. It's like, oh yeah, I kind of remember that. Yeah. I Man, I was a baby when that came on. <laughs> I was little bitty. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what? What? What do you mean? Like, I don't remember the eighties. I was in, I was not alive in the eighties at all. <laughs> I was a teenager in the eighties. That makes me an old man. But still, do you think they get away with that nowadays? Going up to a woman, you got the curse. Hell, hell no. And size for those of us who couldn't afford porn. <laughs> Just, just girls bouncing around. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's an effective form of exercise. I'll have to try it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, if it'll give me a body like that, then I'll dance. I'll bounce around the living room like an idiot. Yeah. And you know why they picked Axel for his name? No. It's as close to asshole as they could get without getting in trouble. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, if you want to get if you want to get some loving from your special other, be it male or female, scaring the living shit out of them is not recommended. Unless it's like uh, John well, Holmes type scaring the shit out of them, but that's recommended. I mean, I wouldn't know anything about that, all that old thing, the old John, like, pulling the John Holmes. <laughs> that's, that's not a goal that I aspire to, sorry. <laughs> Like I said, this is one, four or five are the dirtiest, nastiest ones there in the series. With lots of copious nudity and blood. And doing it in the morgue, because that's what you do. <laughs> Stumping Christmas shit. I, can't, I mean, I can't count the number of times that I, I've got busy in a morgue. I'm sorry, but... I need to find some way of saying holy jumping Christmas shit. <laughs> I mean, just pepper it in your your daily daily vernacular. Yeah. And there's always a good time for those words. <laughs> they knew how to cursing. Yeah, that was also another trailer with Joseph Zito film is creative cursing. And plus, having a dead body's hand fall down, you will kill the mood unless you're a necrophiliac. I'm amazed this movie didn't get in trouble with just the amount of cursing in it. <laughs> Shit. 
trying to get a nice touch. Did you catch that the first time you seen it, just that breath going in the air? Uh, oh, yeah, I just now saw it. Oh, my goodness, that's the first time I ever noticed that. <laughs> and butts. And coffee mugs. And another shit. I'm going to have to try this, like, bounce around like an idiot and see see what that does to my figure. Or, hey, look, the hills got hearts on them. Ooh, nasty. And here we meet our two main... Well, we meet our main heroine. And for some reason, everybody has a house near Crystal Lake. I don't know why that is. I mean, property values are probably pretty low in this, this town. Yeah, I mean, it got so bad. So, I mean, the, the town's damn name. I mean, like, it's like, you know, murder by a mask-wielding machete-wielding maniac, or affordable yeah. housing by the lake. Yeah. I'll take those chances. I mean, Jason may or may not show up, you know. And, uh, that was the first appearance of a Don Post mask in this movie. Uh, Greg Nicotero, who was uh, working behind the scenes for uh, Savini on this, that was how he first learned to do makeup, was customizing Dom Post masks. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, I figure, like, Tommy Jarvis was probably based on a lot of people who worked on these movies. Yeah, get it done on time. B.J. Betty, only in the 80s. And who is this guy? Did he ever amount to anything? Um, Tristan Glover? Yeah. I think he just disappeared after this movie. Yeah, this was one of, I think, his first major roles. Yeah, this probably came, let's see, when this came out. Like, 84? Yeah, this is a year before Back to the Future happened. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm sorry, I would have punched him in the mouth for... Even if you're my friend, you say something like that, that's just smack. 
I do love it that what happened, where the guy who calls him a dead fuck ends up in the movie. <laughs> dead fuck. Where the hell did that come from? Oh, look at that tombstone. Did you see it? When the tombstone shows up, look at the name on it. Oh, that's Pamela Voorhees. Yeah. And then part six, they show it in this big fancy cemetery, and now it's just... Well, they had a mover. Yeah. 1930 to 1979. I love this sign here. I want it. Peace and luck, Canada and love. Oh my gosh, this scene with the Fuck hitchhiker. You. <laughs> oh no, no, this this scene is kind of yeah. what what started the the ball rolling on something's in the woods. As I have yeah. a friend that this this girl reminds me so much of. Yeah. Like she kind of looks like her, and she has that like that fuck you, fuck everything kind of attitude. Yeah. That's why Jason kills her, because he doesn't like bananas. He's allergic. Yeah. Undead serial killer. Banana allergy. Well, I guess he's not undead yet, so. No, this is the last of the live Jason movies. Yeah. Because in part five, he's not even in it. And then in part six, they Frankenstein his ass. Which, part six is my absolute favorite. I love that one so much. Yeah. I bet he didn't complain about that when he was that age, but let's not get into that. (laughs) Yeah. The world's smartest dog. Come on! See? Ah, the old panel wagons. It's great.
Remember newspapers? Anybody? Hello? Still there? I'm back. Okay. The fact that she was so casually bragging about being a slut caused me to pass out. That's why I vanished, too. That's the official uh, story. <laughs> well, you know, like, that's that's what us girls do. We just casually just brag about it. Everyone so in this goddamn movie is horny. Everyone. Well, yeah, it's a slasher movie in the 80s. Of course they are. Yeah, but... Usually there's one timid girl. Even the timid shot girl in this movie wants to fuck. <laughs> it just it just proves that like like all girls, no matter how how you know, that's what the movie's saying. Is that we're all deep inside, no matter how timid we are, all girls are sluts. That's that's the message of the more movie. Yeah. Thank you, male writers. Hey, Holy even death. the guys are in this movie. It, this is an equal, well, except for maybe Jason. But then he never gets a chance to peek or see anything, but hey. That's why he's so angry. <laughs> yeah. Only girl he runs into is a fat girl. Uh, and, his, and his mom occasionally. Don't forget that. Sometimes he sees his mommy. Yeah. God, yeah, yeah. We gotta have a close of their asses. I mean, it is an epic butt. You know, I wouldn't say no to you know that. They offered me that butt. Oh, bull crap. <laughs> the Double Mint Twins. Peter playing pocket pool over there. That's one way to guarantee that you girls think that he's a well-hung man. I guess. Let me put my hand right down there. They'll think I got a bolt as big as a giant. Movie that says this movie is a perfect 
view of the moral values of Reagan's America? I mean, most horror most horror movies of the era were kind of morality tales. Yeah, but slashers were bad. It, it was like, if you screw around, drink or take drugs or do anything that Ronald Reagan doesn't approve of, you will get slashed. I mean, that's true. Even today. Yeah. I mean, oh, you know. Reagan zombie, you gotta watch out. I don't know a. G- Why are they saying skinny dip when the girls got bottoms? That's because they didn't pay them enough to take the bottoms off. Well, that one to go. Oh, and here's the fun part. You know when they filmed this was? What? Late fall, early winter. So guess how cold that water was. Yeah, I mean, a lot of slasher movies were filmed, like, kind of when it was cold, because that's when, like, the off-season is for these woods and parks. Oh, yeah, you can bet he was running down there. He has said he did an interview. <laughs> he said this was his favorite scene to shoot in the, in the movie. That dog's like, screw you, speak for yourself. Sack of patooties. Oh, and here comes another continuity tie-in to part two. I forget which one of the girls that gets killed in part two it is, but homeboy here that shows up is related to him, and that's why they became a Jason hunter. There's always undertones in these movies. Yeah. Lesbian undertones. Isn't it like on the checklist for like a slasher movie? I think so. 
her look on her face should tell you how cold that water is. Ah, <laughs> oh, there he is. The Jason Hunter. Originally, before they put that prologue in, his job was supposed to be give the exposition. Excuse me for a second. Okay. Yeah. Back in a minute. Damn right. That's how you know a guy's a badass when he has a screwdriver or a knife in the... Yeah, son, you're a Jason hunter who's been living in these woods and knows them backhand by the back of your hand. You have a map and you don't know there's houses back there. Idiot. <laughs> I'm looking for Jason Bates. <laughs> this guy's simply one of the most badass and the biggest idiot I have ever scene in a slasher film just for one thing that he does later in this movie but yeah Isn't that what Michael Jackson told Corey? I mean, oh, let's not get into that. Oh, no. Yes, I went there. Oh. <laughs> Almost all of these except for... Uh, A couple has already done mascar, just stuff that Savini had laying around his shop. Like, that's a modified It's Alive baby mask. Just take out the fangs and stuff and you'll be able to see it. This one's from an actual movie. I just forget which one. Not this one. I'm sure most of these props are from actual movies. Yeah, because if you uh, remember... Corey Feldman made these himself. Remember when you watched Maniac last year? That uh, fake body that just pops up with the head cut off and pops back down? 
Uh, at the end, it just shows up on the side of Joe Spinell's bed, and it goes back down during the end where they're ripping him apart. That's the Mister. That's the Pamela Vorey's body. Oh. Oh, and there's yeah. a reason why his dance looks so stupid. If you why put that? ACDC's Back in Black right here, they couldn't get the rights to it. His dance makes total fucking sense. Just listen, dun da da dun da da dun da 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 dun dun da da dun da 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 dun. See, it fits, doesn't it? It does, kinda. I never thought about that. Yeah, it's one of those they had it filmed, but they couldn't get the rights because ACDC was kind of weird about giving the rights. I think the first movie to ever really have the ACDC rights was Maximum Overdrive because, hey, Well, that's a good one to start with because Maximum Overdrive is awesome. Yeah. And you wonder why he... He calls her a dead fuck, and this guy can't even get the... Halfway to first base. Kiss me, you fool. Everybody else is pairing off, and he's just... <laughs> he's just Crispin Glover. Yeah. This is a movie where Crispin gets lucky. And by this point... Jason, uh, her mother is already dead in the original edit. But the scene of her vanishing has been transferred to a little later in this movie. And there's a deleted scene that shows that Jason drowns her in the freaking bathtub. But for some reason, they they decided not to have that ending. So they just just let her vanish out of the freaking blue. Would you leave a plot hole that freaking big in your movie? Yes. I mean, no, no, not at all. (laughs) I love it. This. <laughs> I tried it once, it don't work.
<laughs> hey, just don't bother him. Oh, I don't want to dance. Uh, <laughs> Coors. The only time Coors was ever cool was in the 80s, and that's when it was illegal to freaking get. Coors was illegal at one point? Yeah. When it was made in Colorado only, you couldn't transport it outside of Colorado. Oh, my goodness. I did not know that. Yeah, that's a way of making sure that no one would steal the recipe. Recipe of the skunky beer. And the beer turned into shit. (laughs) Oh, and here's the time that the guy who played Jason in this nearly killed the director. Look at the water when she gets into it. See if you notice something. That's not an effect right there. to the guy who played Jason midnight and the water was about about 10 negative 2 degrees yeah 32 degrees about 36 degrees and she was laying in that in it. I would never do that to an actor not me yeah And they filmed about four takes of it, and as you'll be able to see, she almost turns blue and was about to get hypothermia. So Jason went up and picked Joseph Zito up and said, if you don't get her out of that water right now, I'm going to break you in half. (laughs) Because not only was he Jason, he was the stunt coordinator for the movie. They're trying to use every shot they had that disguised how cold the freaking water was. The actress said it will see right there, look. The actress said her nipples were so cold that she was afraid she was going to cut through the bottom of the boat. Huh? I mean, look at her. Can't you tell she's in physical freaking pain right there? Yeah. Hell, look at her elbows. And that is, I think, the most edited kill in the movie because she was naked. That's what the MPAA didn't like about that. 
I could. You can stab somebody through the through the heart, but if it looks like it's any sort of sexual connotation, it's a no-no. Yeah. That makes no sense, but that's the way it is. Ends the break. You know there's times in your life you'll be pissed off about being a second choice, but when if you've met a guy that handsome or a girl that pretty, hey, I wouldn't complain. I wouldn't know no anything way. about being somebody's second choice. Not a thing. Yeah, especially if, if there's a girl that beautiful said, you're my second choice, but I'm spending the rest of the night with you. Okay. I would be so honored. I'm usually third or fourth choice. So, yay. I've moved up. Hey, hey, I can deal with it. I've been promoted. I want to film a movie, scene in a movie just like that. Except when she, when the girl says, you know, why don't we just go upstairs? Just grab her and throw her on my damn shoulders and run up the stairs. <laughs> oh, and those two girls, they were stunt women when they hired them. Look at him. Who was tougher, her or him? I mean, he just (laughs) acting like a little. Oh, God, it's so cold. So, gender doesn't mean toughness, does it? I guess not. Look at him, he freezes, he's just (laughs) acting like a little, just a little baby, just, In case you're wondering, that's a male stuntman right there. <laughs> and again, it's cut to show that there was a spear coming through his, her uh, her back. And this may be one of the most painful kills in Friday 13th history. Ow! Ow! They cannot sure get stabbed in the back, but... That they can show. Ow. And here is the Jason Hunter. 
He's got a shotgun and a long barrel rifle, but what does he take? Yeah, take the a short the, the, knife. Uh, close range weapon. Yeah. lied to me. I thought girls like goofy, geeky guys. They don't. They find us stupid. Aww. <laughs> I mean, some of us, some of us might. Hey, that that would be me right there. Everybody else is screwed, and I'd be like, "Hey guys, I found old porn." And I'd be like, <laughs> everyone else would want to do something serious and I'd just be there giggling at the old porn. Isn't that what you just said? That's one thing I like about guys. We don't have to go through that drama. We try to get away from other guys if they're <laughs> actually doing good. It's that whole respect thing, you know. Yeah. You know, the studio actually asked him if they could cut her death out, and then they'd be like, we've already got one girl, one woman already vanishing out of nowhere. Why can't we do two? Why is she calling her a slut? Did she want Crispin Glover, too? And they cut out her death, too, 
and they cut out part of her. Oh, there it is. She did that backwards. That's how much of a, that's how good a stunt woman she was. And for those who don't understand what I'm saying is that she started on the wall, then pushed herself off and jumped backwards and made it look like she was doing it in forward so when they reversed the film it looks like he was throwing her against the wall. Yeah. Hey, Peter Barton's getting lucky. Everybody's fucking but me. <laughs> you should start singing that song right now, damn it. Oh, here's where she magically disappears out into the ether. Happens a lot in these movies. No, not as bad as this. In in 99% of them, at least you get to see the body later. You know what I mean? Or the person who vanishes in the ether is the killer. But in this one, she just literally vanishes in the ether, and you're spending the rest of the movie, where the hell is she? And if you had the deluxe version of these, I love that Paramount did this. I don't know why they didn't have to, but they included a fan film. They busted up in about four or five parts called uh, the Chris, uh, a sort of sequel to Friday the 13th and a news report. Showing, like, everything that happened in the other movies in this movie, in each of them. Uh-huh. Why do you think that Paramount finally decided to embrace the fan community of Friday the 13th? Well, it's money. Yeah, but it's more than that. They don't sue anybody or bust their balls over all the fan films that you've seen on YouTube and stuff. You said yourself your movie started out as a fan film. Yeah, it did, kind of. Yeah. See, here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Boom! Boom! (laughs) Fucker. By <laughs> Watch that window, folks. It takes an important part in them a little bit later. And 
And yes, we did that in the 80s all the time. We think that if we flick the switch four times, some magical fairy is going to cause the lights to come on during a blackout. Same as hitting the phone on and off four times will make the phone work again. We believed in magic back then. I mean, you don't believe in magic now? <laughs> yeah, we won't turn the light switch on four or five times anymore, damn it. <laughs> I love it. The weather's just horrible. And it's... Maybe she's still jogging. That's a, aren't you glad you didn't have to deal with that in your movie? Rain? Yeah. Um, I think there, there well, was I a mean, day that we had rain. It rain through the whole movie. Oh, no. I wouldn't even write that into a script because I couldn't do it. Yeah. I'm I'm not that, that bad of a filmmaker where I would try, try like, the fake rain on my button on my kind of budget. To be getting a garden or, hose from, from Home Depot and spraying over the camera. Yeah. Or you could do what In fact, they did. I think I might Bond. do that now. You could do what they did in Deadly Spawn, just grab a water hose and shoot it up straight up in the air above your actors. That's right. <laughs> I'm not even that classy. I would just get a spray bottle. <laughs> That light on underneath. Uh, it's not what it looks like. <laughs> See, he's starting to get stupider. Am I a dead fuck? <laughs> yes. Some things you never ask because you know you're never going to get an honest answer. Yeah, probably not. Was I good is the biggest one. It's Crispin Glover. He's always incredible. Yes, guys, Leia Thompson. Yes, that would be me just sitting there. Oh, this has got to be 
one of the most brutal put downs I've seen right here. to really really put the exclamation point on it, ain't it? Where's the corkscrew? Wham! Here! Shut up! (laughs) And I'm sorry, after RoboCop, I can't see any scene where someone is done like this without hearing... Can you fly, Bobby? <laughs> Not anyone. <laughs> Can you fly? We're getting the same story we told at the very first told twice. How the hell the fuck, how the fucking hell could he know this? This was not in the fucking news before this movie started. Oh, the power of movies. Or the fakeness of movies, rather. (laughs) Yeah. I know it's the day after, but this asshole here has not shown that he has a radio or anything. Movies are are lies and bullshit. <laughs> no, oh, it's, it's real. Movie. I still believe it's real. Fuck <laughs> oh, movies. Ah, oh, foolish old man, don't you know? He's triply. He's 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 deader than dead. 
He's smoking pot, he's drinking beer, and he's watching porn. He's a real gentleman because she's getting the hot water. Well, yeah, I mean, it's very nice of him. I would appreciate that. (laughs) Oh, my God, he's going to molest that teddy bear. goes running a good movie screen. could be able to take a towel and make such a fancy ass robe out of it. I mean, I have yet to master that skill, so not all of us. That's how you know when it's love, when the the guy sings soft key. (laughs) I still say that's why Jason kills him, because he sings so horribly. Yeah, I mean, that's a good reason. Is that an offer or a joke? And this is the most 
one of the most painful deaths that I'm surprised they didn't cut the hell out of. I love that, that foam latex head. Yeah. Uh, it is so damn hard to know. I think the best cutaway to a foam latex head I've ever seen is in Fulky Zombie with the eyeball gag. You know, it's just Jason being an asshole holding the door closed like that. And then he lets it go. No, he just throws the axe. They made uncut versions of one. Why did they not try to find the uncut masters of two, three, and four? Hell, would you have given a damn if they'd use crappy prints just to give us an uncut version of the other ones? Is this cut like 1920s film reel style? How bad it's deteriorated? Well, part seven. Dramatic. It's just so we'd have a complete print, damn it. Hell, I've watched great market prints where it cuts to the shit with a time bar still at the bottom of it. (laughs) The sound incomplete. You can hear like a giant fan in the background. So basically, it's not one of my movies. I know they actually tried to do a part, an uncut version of part two, but they couldn't find it. I'm sure you know where the elements to your film is. Somewhere. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. See, now he's gone full dumbass. You know they probably made all the other deaths in this movie uh, extra, extra, extra gory so they can make sure to get through the one that matters, which happens at the end of this movie, be the one that comes out fully uncut. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the finale. What is it, Jason's obsession with uh, fuse boxes? Maybe he wanted to be an electrician? Yeah, I mean, I would love to have 
Fred in the fan film. He's a kid, and one of his big favorite pranks to do is just turn off the fuse boxes. Oh, God. This coming up is where he goes from just being a dumbass into being the stupidest character in a slasher film ever. I wouldn't say the stupidest. No, trust me. When you see what I want to point out, he's the stupidest. See that that proves that the dog's smarter than everybody else. The dog's just getting the fuck out of there. He's like, fuck this, I'm gone. You're supposed to protect us. Protect your old ass. See, that's a smart dog. Are you supposed to help us? Fuck you. Right? Hell, I'd be right next to the dog like, where the hell you go? Where the hell we going? Wouldn't you? That may be, I wished I had a lot hot water that stayed that hot that long, man. <laughs> just, just damn. <laughs> that water must be so hot that they have to put ice in it to keep it cool. Totally not a bunch of dry ice at all. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here we go. Rob, 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 he's here. Them damn stairs. He's got to get the knife. Okay. What does he say right here? Oh, God, he's killing me. He's actually killing me. What the fuck do you expect him to do? Take you out for a pizza? Do the hokey fucking pokey? I want to go out for pizza with Jason. Yeah, I mean, oh, God, he's killing me. That's his job. 
If he doesn't kill you, he know. doesn't get paid. Interesting movie. This is my my dinner date with Jason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this friend. I think Jason's watched Evil Dead 2 too damn much. What do you say? What's that? Jason's watched Evil Dead 2 too much. You say watched it too much? He's watched Evil Dead 2 too much. Why's that? Grabbing people from under the stairs. Oh, okay. Obscure joke, people. (laughs) This may be the most badass entrance Jason has ever had. Get the hell out of my way. I do like that moment when he tears the guy down. Yeah. But right up here is just, yeah, just damn, just boom, jumping. Oh, you just threw the body through the window. Spoilers. How the hell did he stick that hammer in that guy's ear? Practice. Ow, ow, ow. Ow, ow. Lady, hit him in the soft bits. Yes. Not the hard bits, the soft bits. There it is, right there. They they take Jason's mask off, and it's Michael Jackson. That's why he tries to keep grabbing. What's right? Ah. Why he tries to keep grabbing Corey Feldman. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. Right up here is coming up for you, right in the badass. I mean, he just, well, boom, door explodes, and he just throws that hammer at her. When the action gets going in this ending, it really just doesn't stop, does it? <laughs> I mean, it's like the final 15 minutes of the movie, so. Yeah, it's like they, I mean, this is sound like this is going to be the last dance, so they're just putting everything and the kitchen sink in this. Hey, well, I mean, just cracking a T. 
TV over his head. He's not dead. He's moving his head around. Not quite dead yet. <laughs> yeah, not quite dead. Just happy. I feel happy. I'm getting better. Lady, there's an extra. The way the stunt woman lands when she jumps through the window pissed the actors off to no end. Why that? Because look what she had to show in her next shot. <laughs> Panty shot. And very well probably wasn't intentional. No. But they had to match it. And you notice Jason looked a pervert. I mean, these movies are made by men, so. Yeah, but he kills people for having sex, and then he gets his pervy moment. I want you to run like hell. Okay, I'll go get myself a haircut. I ran all that fucking way for nothing. I'm going to kill you. Uh, excuse me. Uh, over here. Whoa. Isn't that just the way it is? The man's up there grooming why the woman Ow Ow Yeah, I think this might be one of the few horror movies where um the girl's not the hero at the end. Yeah. It just seems once Halloween set up that proto that uh stereotype of the final girl I mean, I don't know what quarter film identifies as, so you know I could be wrong, 
he identifies as a ball guy in this movie. I would love to be able to shave as much as he did off of long hair with one of them shitty little plastic safety razors. And yeah, in that short amount of time. I mean, it's kind of janky, so, you know. Making fun of me, Mo. Such a handsome boy. Yeah. And if you notice, they screw up right here. How's that? His uh, left eye, his, they accidentally switched the eyes that's supposed to be out. Oh. See? Go, greatest scene in movie history. Ooh, it just hurts. This one hurts. Just uh. every movie should end this way. Like every single movie. Well, they should, but <laughs> then the MPA will be like, "No, you can't do that." Nowadays, they're able to get away with a lot more shit, but time to re-edit Casablanca. <laughs> And no, really, more slasher movies should have ended like this. I didn't see an ending like this until Scream. Because this is realistically what I would do if I seen the psycho serial killer's fingers start twitching. (laughs) Or if someone don't fuck around. Yeah, don't fuck around. Just keep chopping till there ain't nothing to chop. <laughs> Feldmaster. You don't fuck with a Feldmaster. Unless you're Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then Michael Jackson's like, don't stop till you get enough. I mean, you know, Michael Jackson made Thriller, so I got we got to forgive him for some things. He made Thriller, Thriller. But they <laughs> they teased this ending for the next. This is the almost the exact same ending for the next two movies. They didn't pull it off. Well, I mean, they're cranking these things out like, like once a year, so it can't like. Get too creative. Yeah, like once a year. Oh my God, Tommy's Jason. No, he's not. Oh my God, Tommy's Jason. No, he's not. Is he going to be Jason this time? No. And he's gone. The fuck? I don't know why they had this whole subplot at the end of both four and five. If they weren't going to pull the, you know... Well, I mean, they were going to, but audiences don't didn't like that. 
was like the whole thing with Halloween, how they were going to like, each movie was going to be something different. Yeah. And plus, you can't make a scary Corey Feldman face nowadays. You just look uh, at him, you start laughing. Just, <laughs> Corey Feldman. I don't laugh at Corey Feldman. I both fear and respect the man. <laughs> if they would have really ended it right here, how do you think the series would be remembered today? That's a tough one, ain't it? What's that? If they would have ended the series right here with four, like they said they were, how do you think the series would be remembered today? Would it still have this much love? Eh, it would still have some love. Not as much. Because you know, we'd never have Zombie Jason. That's kind of what people lo- like love the most about this that this series. Yeah, Zombie Jason and Kane Hodder. Even though Kane Hodder, yeah, really I mean, didn't it would be people would still would still dig it, and maybe not not as much. You wouldn't have the. Hmm. It wouldn't. It wouldn't but, be but, as like mainstream popular as it is. Yeah. It'd still be just kind of the oh, weirdos like four. me and you that's like, hey, remember those those four movies? Yeah, remember those four movies? They were good. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you could go to space. Wouldn't oh, it? that was good. That one is more fun than people give it credit for, damn it. Oh my gosh, I love Jason X. I don't ever hear a bad word from anyone about Jason X. Yeah. They say, oh, it's just stupid and cheesy. They're stupid and cheesy. No, that's a good thing. You're going to put him in outer space and have him kill David Cronenberg? Okay, make it good and cheesy. Have the robot with their nipples falling off? Yes, I'll take that, cheese. Thank you very much. Sometimes they grapple yeah, about the things that we love about these movies. Like, I've always called Friday the 13th my cheeseburger series. Eh, I can see that. I, I when you want a like cheeseburger, that. you don't want nothing fancy. You just want a damn cheeseburger. And every yeah. time you eat Cheeseburger, it's still a cheeseburger, and that's why you love it. Hey, well, this was fun. I'm going to hop off here before my phone completely dies on me. Yeah, well, thank you, and we'll no, thank see you. everybody else, because Sunday we're going to be doing the Drive-In Monsterama special, and after that, my ass will be gone up to Pittsburgh for the Drive-In Monsterama. We'll be back the next week for a shot on video horror. And remember again, oh, poor, thank you again for Jessica for showing up tonight. This was fun. Yeah, this was a blast. Thank you for having me.
Okay, see you later. Bye. Yeah, and don't forget, Zombarina's House of Horrors. W-H-O-R-R-O-S. And if you're looking for a good cheesy slasher and you haven't got it, get something in the woods from Fanboy Productions. It's another good cheesy little slasher if you're looking, if that's your thing. But always remember, it ain't the big films we really need to support. It's the tiny guys. Because they ain't got the money, the advertising budget. All they got is us going, damn, this shit is good. And that's what's important. Because if we don't support the little guy, we ain't going to have no more big guys. And we'll be back in a little bit with... Jason goes to hell with Frederick Gorey. That's G-O-R-Y. And we will see you later. Time for an intermission, folks. See you soon. Welcome to your favorite drive-in theater and a sparkling new season. Watch our screen and local newspapers for all the fine shows coming this way. Show after show will feature the latest hits, the biggest stars for fun-filled, pleasure-packed evenings. Relax, come as you are, and spend an enjoyable night out with the entire family. No parking problems, no babysitting problems. And there are always tasty snacks at our modern refreshment stand. Thanks, folks. And once again, welcome back. On Saturday, six members of the gang known as Street Thunder were ambushed by the police. On Sunday, the warlords of Street Thunder swore a blood oath to avenge their dead. Assault on Precinct 13. It's war in the streets. It's terror in the night. It's the most shattering assault on a police station in history. Assault on Precinct 13. Rated R. Under 17, not admitted without parents. The fate of the world was decided that day. Nine minutes before countdown. Nine minutes. See the day the earth caught fire. The most astounding motion picture in years. It's the unbelievable come true. The incredible become real. The impossible become fact. The day the earth caught fire. They floated like giants in the dark mystery of time and space. Unholy overlords with their fiendish, diabolical mind machine. Fantastic invasion of planet Earth. A mind-bending voyage in 3D. Fantastic invasion of planet Earth. A thrilling science fiction adventure in widescreen 3D space vision. Fantastic invasion of planet Earth. Rated PG. Don't miss it. Guess what? Guess what would taste good right now to everyone in the car? Candy. We've got your favorite kind at the concession stand. Come on down and pick out the kinds you want to enjoy during the rest of the show. Be sure to get plenty because everyone likes candy and our big variety is chosen to please everybody's taste. opinion. Here is what the noted author and naturalist has to say about Alice Cooper's latest movie. Ever read a movie? Many parts are edible. 
I call good to see you again, Alice Cooper. My back to nature movie. It's natural, a good taste. Reminds me of wild hickory nuts. See some rather unnatural acts in Good to See You Again, Alice Cooper, the film that outgrosses them all. Rated PG. And that's now showing exclusively at the Center One Theater downtown. There are matinees every day. About to witness the takeoff of the first manned rocket to outer space. We pick up the count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. We're off to visit the planets. There are treats galore in the stars. Venus is loaded with candy. And ice cream is found upon Mars. The soda pumps isn't on Saturn. When you're thirsty, it's sure it was hot. And Jupiter's really jumping. With pop on his buttered and hot. But the best of them all is the planet. Where all of these treats are at hand. And that is the spot we now head for, our theater refreshment stand. 